following is a paid program from Innovative Financial Solutions. This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Elspa. It's like, hey, let's figure out our break even. You know, in other words, I'm going to collect this many checks now at this dollar amount versus if I took the higher dollar amount, but less checks, right? And your retirement cheerleader, Danielle Elspa. I think you're right. I think it's just that people don't want to talk about this stuff. Together, they form your retirement offensive line from innovative financial solutions. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Elspa. Good morning, Southeast Missouri, and wherever you may be listening, this is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people, and we're here with you every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. right here on KZIM, KSIM. Mm-hmm. Good morning. Good morning. How so, are you, Danielle? Good, good. It's a good morning. So, you know, life's good. Life is good. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me so, one second. Oh, we're going to sneeze. <laughs> It's that time of year, folks. It is that time of year. It's that time of year. So um, uh, it's been a crazy, crazy last couple months. Yeah, it has just been busy. It's been busy. Yeah. Um, You know, uh, wow. What about local sports too, I know. I know. Things are so exciting. So much fun. Things are really exciting. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, you've got your SEMO Redhawks going today to play Eastern Illinois and uh, good luck to them and Coach Tuke and all their staff and players. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, bring home the win, boys. That's exactly right. Lots of good stuff happening. So a um, few housekeeping things before we get started on the show topic today. Um, if you haven't been to our website, check it out, theinnovativeteam.com, theinnovativeteam.com. Lots of stuff you can do in our website. You can download our complimentary retirement income toolkit. And I know we haven't talked a lot about that lately, but that is a great startup to kind of learn about obviously what we do, but also some good information for you to start your retirement planning. So lots of good stuff in there, uh, information on tax planning, social security planning, our generational vault. So download the retirement income toolkit. You can do that by going to our website. You'll click on the radio show tab. And then you'll scroll down and you'll see a little button that says find out more about the retirement income toolkit. So check that out. You can also, when you're on our website, find out more information about your book. So there we go. Yeah. So the last paycheck. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And who doesn't want to do this? How to build sustainable retirement income and keep those paychecks coming in. Right. Who doesn't want to do that or read about about that? That's exactly right. And it's a, it's an By easy the way, read. you know what? Oh. We're giving away some copies today. Oh, here we go. How do I feel? I felt that coming. <laughs> I just, I, I'm feeling it this morning. We need to give away some books. Yeah. If you good. want a copy of my book, The Last Paycheck, How to Build Sustainable Retirement Income and Keep Those Paychecks Coming In, you need to call us at 332-7855. No obligation, no nothing. Yeah. Just call us and say, here's my address. Send the book to mm-hmm. me and we'll send it to you. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. So it's... Uh, it's that's going to save you $13, by the way. There it is. It's $12.95. So if you don't win a copy of the book, you can go to Amazon.com and get it for $12.95 for a copy. Yeah. And we donate all the proceeds from the book back to local charities. So we are not keeping any of those. So check out the book. It's worth it. It's a good read. It's 65 pages. What's it take? About an hour and a half, two hours at most yeah, to read. Depends how fast you read. That's true. <laughs> you probably do it faster than that. Yeah. So, you know, we just wanted to keep it high level. Yeah. And really, it's about the uh, people. It's really for people entering the distribution phase of your life. In other mm-hmm. words, you've accumulated all this money or pensions or whatever it is that you've, uh, they're going to contribute to your retirement lifestyle. And uh, it's how to distribute it to yourself in the mm-hmm. most tax efficient manner. And the most effective way, so you don't have to worry about running out of money. Yeah. So that's really what this book is for. I am going to write another book at some point, yeah. and it will be about more of the accumulation phase. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think there was some miscommunication, or not miscommunication, but misunderstanding that you know this is not an investing book. This is a retirement yeah. distribution yeah. planning book. Right. Uh, now we will focus on that, and you know we'll cover all the bases. Yeah, that's right. That's well, they'll know we have to do another one. Then you have to do a third one. That's right. You do. You have to do three. Yeah. So Does you've been learning you a lot about this business <laughs> in the last couple of years. What would the last one be about? 
Legacy. There you go. Woohoo! Good job. So, whew, man, you haven't put me on the hot spot in a, in a while. So, you know, I always have this stressed look. If our if our listeners could see my face, <laughs> I always have this look like, oh no, don't mess it up. Yeah, keep her on her toes. Oops. I know, keep I know. <laughs> All right, so let's let's dive into our topic today. Yes, so, yeah, please do. Yeah. So the topic today is the danger of financial assumptions. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we all know what assuming does. Yes, it does. It does. <laughs> and and hey, right, before we dive back in, we forgot to mention, though, too, that you can check out all our past shows on Spotify. Um, we're on Google. We're on Apple iTunes. So any of those, you can look at any of our shows um, if you're wanting to podcast them later. So that's kind of nice. So if you don't want to wake up at 7 a.m. to listen to us on Saturday mornings on KZIM, KSIM, you can also download our podcast at any time. And they're also on our website as well, theinnovativeteam.com. So we're a little bit of everywhere. Sorry. Had to do a little last minute plug for that. So um, so we're going to talk about misconceptions and assumptions. I okay. think this will prove to be a pretty good episode, don't you? What do you want to start with? Well, let's start with um, some material okay. from a October 2019, so last okay. month, um, Motley Fool article, Three Money Myths That Could Ruin Your Retirement. Is that kind of hard to say? Money myths? Money, I can't say money myths. myths. <laughs> I don't think I That's, can say it. <laughs> I thought I did pretty good. You did. Actually, you did awesome. So, and then in my head, I was thinking, I don't think I could say that. So. Say it fast. Three yeah. money myths. Three Ooh. money myths. Ooh, that's good. They could ruin your retirement. The author, personal finance and retirement writer, Katie Brockman, mm-hmm. breaks down each of these three things uh, that she considers to be myths and how they can impact your retirement. Okay. I like to consider these more misconceptions rather than myths. Mm-hmm since each comes from a factual basis. But the end uh, result is that mm-hmm. it's assuming that it's flawed in some way. Okay. Yep. Okay. Makes Does sense. that make sense? Yep. Makes sense. I'm okay. following you. Okay. So uh, take, for instance, Okay. the first myth or misconception mentioned in the article, you'll spend less mm. in retirement. Yep. According to the article, it's likely that spending will change during retirement for most people. It cites a report from J.P. Morgan that showed nearly 80% of retirees experiencing a significant change in their spending. Mm -hmm. However, more than 33% of those individuals found themselves spending more than they had before retirement during some of the retirement years. Mm, Okay. So, okay. I got a lot of thoughts on this. Yeah, I do too. On the article? Yeah. No, on this first one. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So so the first one being that you're going to spend less in retirement. Mm-hmm. So that's the whole pitch behind qualified money and 401ks and sp- putting your money into 401k or, you know, some kind of IRA or what have you, mm-hmm. is that put it in when you're at a higher income bracket because you're working and then take it out when you're in a less tax bracket when you're retired mm-hmm. because you'll spend less money. And my answer or question would be is, why would you spend less money? Right. What's changed? What's going to change? I mean, really, mm-hmm. the only thing I think is like if you had a job somewhere where you had to drive several, you mm-hmm. know, miles and, and then, you know, so gas was more expensive and, you know, you you just had a larger bill when it came to those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. But really, okay, so let's say you're driving less because you don't have to drive to a job and back. But you're not going to just sit around and not spend any money on gas. Yeah, you're going to want to go somewhere, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> or do something. <laughs> so this whole notion of of put money in a retirement plan and then you're going to be taxed less in retirement a lot of times is not true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, Ed Slot, he's known as America's IRA expert. Yep. Okay. Yep. And he wrote a book. And the one of the, the, the titles of the book is The Retirement savings tax bomb. Mm, yes. How to defuse it and ways and thoughts of him, his thoughts of, of what you really should be doing. And you've listened to this show and you know, I've talked about this all the time. Put your money in the Roth option at work. If you have it. Yep. Or if you're doing an IRA switch to a Roth IRA. Now, again, it's not right for everybody and you must consult your tax advisor and all the disclosure stuff. But I'm telling you folks, these things that people tell you that that you should be doing a lot of times don't work out that way. Okay. And, and so anyway, uh, well, and here's the other, I mean, from a very basic standpoint, right. Do you want to have to be in a situation where you have to spend less in retirement? Exactly. I mean, I don't know. I want to continue. If anything, I probably will spend more money because I'm going to be traveling more. Right. Right. 
and so, playing golf around the around the world. <laughs> I'm telling you, folks, if you if you don't have a Roth IRA, please, please mm -hmm. for go look over. Don't stop looking at today's benefit of putting money in pre-tax and look at your future. Look at your overall situation here. I'm talking to people now in their 60s about converting a lot of their money that's in traditional over to Roth knowing that it's a better benefit. Now, mm -hmm. you got to be careful because the market's up high. So if it goes down, you're paying taxes on the appreciated value versus a you know a lower value. But you don't know what the market's going to do. You do know that it's highly likely that tax rates will be higher in the future than they are now. Right. And if that's the case, you might want to look at doing that. My point is, if we're talking to people in retirement now about converting, then why wouldn't you start with that so you don't have to worry about converting? Right. It's already done. It's already done. Yeah. Exactly. So, well, and I think so, so many people. Uh, 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 anyway, you were talking uh, about doing doing it at work. If you've got an option, a lot of people, a lot of times, you don't know you have an option. So, if you're not sure, you need to talk to your HR person or your benefits person because I think a lot of times the plan has it and people don't even know it has it. So, you should ask that question too. That's a great point. Yeah, yeah. Um, you may think you don't have it, but you might. <laughs> and with the limit of twenty five thousand dollars in deferrals, mm -hmm. if you're over fifty. I mean, that's a big way to catch up into a lot of contributions. Now, I realize 25000 is not realistic for people to yeah. be able to put away no. every year. Um, but if you can, do it. Yeah, especially okay. if you're in a situation where you need and it. And if you could put $25,000 in a Roth, and yeah, you're paying taxes on that mm -hmm. now, but we're in some of the lowest tax rates we've ever been. Tax rates are going to be higher potentially when you get older. I mean, there's just so many reasons to consider the Roth. Passing on money tax-free, so even if you're older, Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, you might be able to get back all of the gains anyway that you from the losses of paying the taxes on the conversion, but then your beneficiaries don't pay any taxes on those dollars. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's I mean, truly, it's you can That's truly amazing. create a tax-free legacy for you mm -hmm. and your family. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm done. Do you feel better? I do feel Are better. You off your <laughs> so so my point is, don't plan to spend less money in yeah. retirement necessarily. Now there are things, and this is why on our questionnaire. We ask and we separate out the normal living expenses mm -hmm. from their liabilities. Why? Right. Because the liabilities will be paid off at some point. Your living expenses will continue on. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, well, most of them will anyway. And so, uh, you know, obviously that there, there, you could be, you know, in a, you wouldn't have to have as much money if your house was then paid off. And, you know, so the liabilities is definitely something where you could say, well, no, actually I am going to spend less money because mm -hmm. I won't have a house payment. Yeah, but I Does think that makes that, sense? that's like you said, you separate that out, though. But You're you talking about separate different that out things. from the discussion yeah. mm -hmm. of I'm going to spend less for my lifestyle in retirement. Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. some people are forced because they didn't save enough money. Right. That's but true. But you don't want to plan for that. Right. Say, hey, yay, don't worry about it. You'll be able to live off 70% of your income. Yeah. Yeah. Hogwash. Right. Sorry. Agreed. Okay. All right. <laughs> do we have time for a little bit more? Or do we Actually, need to take no, a break? I nope. got on such a rant You did. There, I was thinking that. <laughs> we got to take a break now. So we're going to get to the next two misconceptions uh, from this article talking about the dangers of financial assumptions. It's all next on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy, call our office at 573-332-7855 or visit us online at theinnovativeteam.com. All right. Welcome back to the greatest show in Southeast Missouri called <laughs> The Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. We are the retirement people. I love I love the new intro. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Again, sometimes I wish our listeners could see our faces. <laughs> uh, we got to have fun do, doing this do. stuff, right? But I mean, we're both animated people, so it's kind of, you know, I feel well, like we should I have a TV show. I probably had too much coffee at this point. Yeah, well, you know, hey, that's okay. So. Uh, so our show today is the danger of financial assumptions, and we've been quoting an article. Um, from, uh, from October, 2019, Motley Fool article, three money myths that could ruin your retirement. See, I couldn't say it as well as you did. My miss was a little harder to say. You, the, you the missed miss. it. I missed it. Ha. Get it. Dun, you dun, missed dun. it. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh, <laughs> so our first one was that you'll spend less in retirement. And then Brock had a little soapbox moment. So that happened in the first segment. So let's talk about what's the next thing we should be aware of. All right. Before I get into that. Oh, no. You got another I moment? <laughs> it I is do. the coffee. It is the coffee. It's the coffee. <laughs> it's the coffee moment by it Brock Alspaugh. It is. So I want to talk about a new offering that we've rolled out this year mm -hmm. in the last couple months. 
and it's called the buffered index portfolio. You're going to hear a lot more about this in the next couple months. We got a video rolling out. We're going to have its own website. I mean, it's really, really exciting and it's cutting edge investment technology here. And basically it's a portfolio offered by Gray Investments through our firm, Innovative Financial Planners. And it's called the buffered index portfolio where you're going to have some downside protection a lot of people are nervous, you know, all-time highs, and, you know, there's still things out there that are lingering. That, that inverted that your they curve. Have, <laughs> yeah. They want to have some kind of, you know, protection or buffer on the if the market were to go down, and we're offering that now exclusively through our firm. And it's, I just am so excited about it. You'll have to call our, our, our office here to get current terms. We had one rollout in September and October and November, so we've had three different strategies roll out yet so far this year. Uh, no, I'm sorry, two, October two. and, yeah. and uh, November. We're going to roll another one out in December. The term should be available early uh, this coming week. And so if you are interested in that, call our office to ask about terms. It's, what I mean by that is you need to know what the buffer is on the downside. So the first couple months it was 10%. And then there's a cap on the upside, and we're expecting it to be around 11% or so. So, uh, you know, we'll take 11% on the upside knowing that we have downside protection mm -hmm, there. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's not for everybody and it shouldn't be for all of your money, but it's definitely something that could fit into your portfolio. And if you're interested, give us a call at 332-7855, 332-7855. Okay, sorry. Uh, second <laughs> danger that you wanted to talk yeah, about mm -hmm. according to this Motley Fool article. So another misconception from the article is that if you wait until you have a higher income... <laughs> It will be easier to save for retirement. So like, hey, I'm spending too much money now and I'm barely making ends meet. Why? Because you're probably buying things and spending your money on things you don't really need to. Mm -hmm. Therefore, it's like, oh, well, here I'll justify it by saying this. When I'm making more money in the future, that's when I'll put money away from my retirement. No. Okay. I cannot tell you the power of compounding and saving early versus later on. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, I'm not saying it can't happen. So, you know, look, if, if, if it is a situation where you're doing everything right and we just don't, you can't squeeze it out. Right. Okay, fine. Okay. But that's not typically. It's not the, the norm. It's not and it, the and normal you got to be case. a very disciplined person. It's not person. the normal for yeah. someone that says that. Does right. that make sense? Right. Exactly. Yeah. So. Uh, it's, don't put off tomorrow what you can do today. Exactly. Making more money would mean there's more money to save. That's their idea. Mm -hmm. However, building a retirement nest egg can take years, and the value of compounding interest there it goes can be so powerful and a growth tool for your savings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you put your off saving for retirement, you might find yourself needing to save an even larger percentage of your income. So you know we talk about that you should be saving ten to fifteen percent total of your salary. Right. So if you're if your employer is doing three for you, if you did seven or eight, that's a good starting point. But if you could then get up to 10 and do 13 total, uh, that would be great. But starting at the 10% is is a great place to be, uh, total between yours and, and employers. Mm -hmm. uh, so, and, this, and, and, and guys and gals out there, if you're saying, oh, come on, that's just, you know, 40 bucks a pay period and that's not going to do anything, you'd be surprised. That's absolutely right. You'd absolutely be surprised. surprised. Yeah. Okay. Uh, missing out on years of annual rate return can result in challenges later in life. Saving early, even if it's just a small amount, can have a huge, huge financial impact in the future. Mm -hmm. So that was the misconception number two is that, hey, when I'm making more money, I'll just put even more money away and catch up. And that's why the government allows a catch up contribution, for right. example. Right. But um, you don't want to rely on it. You don't want to rely yeah. on that. So, you, you know, you've talked about this, the importance of saving, you know, even just a little bit. And, and you mentioned the match, right? You know, making sure that if your employer has a match or, you know, doing whatever you can in your 401k. So, you know, talk to us a little bit about more about accumulating wealth, really. The power of accumulating wealth mm -hmm. um, over over time can hardly, uh, you can never underestimate mm -hmm. or, or describe how important that is. And so uh, let's move on to this next one here, number three. So the first one is saving later in life, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Or no, no, I'm sorry. What was no, the no. first one? Uh, spending less in retirement. Spending less in retirement. Yeah. That's right. So you, the, the assumption that you will spend less in retirement, that's a misconception. Misconception number two was saving later in life for retirement. Don't start early and using that as an excuse. Just doing it later. And then number three has to do with Social Security. 
And I'd like to take a look at this from both sides of the issue. Okay, so the article, they caution against assuming Social Security benefits can be your primary source of retirement income. Mm-hmm. And according to the article, again, this is Molly Fool's article uh, uh, from 2019, October, so you know, a couple months ago. The average Social Security benefit is probably smaller than you think, and it says that it was just over $1,400 a month. Mm. For many people, that's likely not enough to cover your monthly expenses. And when you look at the potential growth of medical expenses in the future, you may feel less enthusiastic <laughs> about covering your costs with Social Security benefits alone. Yes, I would agree with that, especially, you know, as we're seeing things increase, right? We just talked about that before the show even started. So, and, you know, like you've been getting involved. Yeah, you know, yeah. With this Medicare with stuff. With Medicare and, and understanding Medicare and helping with people with their supplements or their Advantage plans or their Part D plans. And so, yeah, I mean, that that cost is ever increasing. So it's not going to go down. So <laughs> healthcare is very expensive. Yeah. So, you know, it'll be... So obviously we know it's dangerous to assume that Social Security will be able to cover all your costs in retirement, right? I mean, that's a pretty... But it's also important to note Mm -hmm. that assuming Social Security won't be part of your retirement income is likely a misconception Mm. as well. Yeah, because you always hear the naysayers saying it won't be around. (laughs) all the time. It's not going to be here. We do these Social Security workshops and, you know, there's always, you know, anyway, yes, correct. Mm -hmm. People, Mm -hmm. ah, it's not going to be there for me. You know, it's never... Right, right, right. It won't be around. They'll run out of money. And look, I'm not saying your benefits won't be reduced if Congress doesn't do something. Uh, in fact, your Social Security statements uh, t- say that. Mm-hmm. And um, so anyway, here's, here's it's entitled, let's see, here's another article. Let's see, in April 2019, re- press release from the Social Security Administration provides some encouraging news. It was titled, Social Security Combined Trust Funds Gained One Year, says Board of Trustees. And details of the board trustees found positive developments in the long-term financial stability of financial, or excuse me, of Social Security. Previously, the board found that combined assets reserves of the old age and survivorships uh, insurance and disability insurance trust funds would be depleted by 2034 if they didn't change anything. Mm-hmm. This new report shows that an additional year of estimated solvency has been gained. Which I mean, but that's not too far away, folks. No, it's I not. Mean, we're talking about 14 and 15 yes. years. It'll be here before we now. know it. Yeah. It'll be here before you know it. These knuckleheads better do something about it. Well, and so, you know, I don't know. And I'll never forget my eighth grade economics teacher, Coach T. I don't know if I've told you this story before. So, and I am almost 40 for our listening audience. So <laughs> I give you an idea of when I was in eighth grade. So that's been a while ago. Um, but I remember him telling us in eighth grade, don't plan on social security. It won't be here. And obviously we've made it this far. So, <laughs> okay. Okay. but you know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. But let's, let's put this in context. Yeah. So 15 years from now, mm-hmm. you're only going to be 55. That's true. And if it is, does go away, it would be gone. So, okay. Hmm. So, uh, so here's the deal. One year is not, uh, is likely not a sign of a mm-hmm. permanent fix. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, it is, it's a, it's heading in the right direction. And <laughs> slowly <laughs> the trustees recommended that Congress continue to act to address these issues. Mm-hmm. And it's also important to realize that 2035 would not be the end of Social Security benefits. In current projections, there would be enough income coming in from Social Security to pay 80% of scheduled monthly benefits. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean that the fund is gone and we don't have any more income. It means that the people that are working are basically funding it at that point. Correct. And so you would only get 80% of your promised benefits. So uh, if you want to be really, really, you know, negative, you could just plan on saying, <laughs> okay. Uh, plan, if, on it, plan on 80%. <laughs> plan on 80%, 80% of my yeah. estimated benefits. Yeah. But they've got to make some changes. They know there's got to make some changes. And, you know, hopefully it's something that they will come together and do. Uh, you know, we've already seen in the past full retirement age go from 65 mm-hmm. to 66, and now it's 67. Um, and so, you know, anybody born over 1960 is going to be, you know, 67. Um, I would assume that that's going to go up. Right. Okay. To help compensate for to some of this. Compensate yeah. for that. Mm-hmm. I would assume, like we've already seen in the last couple of years, the amount of your taxable income that is subject to the FICA taxes that fund Social Security ah, good will point. also continue to go yep. up. Yep. Uh, I would assume that the 6.2% of your salary that you contribute to it will also go up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm using the word assume a lot, but but those are it's some of the changes. It's got to come from somewhere. Yeah. If they're going to, yeah. It's got to come from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not all of a sudden going to appear. You know, 
this week I had an interaction interaction with the fella, and 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 I asked him I was I was looking for some truck tires mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for my truck, and I asked him I said uh, I said hey I heard there was on this I saw online that there was a special that if you buy three you pay a dollar for the fourth one, mm-hmm. and it was at a at a place where you know they had nationally advertised it but not locally okay. okay? So I ask him about that, and he goes, no, we're not participating in that. And I go, hmm, really? So, like, why not? Like, why wouldn't you be participating in something that your, you know, your company is advertising nationally? Right, right. And he says, because it's, it's, it's misleading. And he goes, if you haven't understood one thing in life, <laughs> he's an older guy, right? Mm-hmm. He says, it's got to come from somewhere. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Nothing's free. And he goes, all they're doing is bumping up the price. Of the right? three. Of the three. Of the th- and just spreading it out. Spreading yeah. it out yeah. and saying, yeah. okay, well, we'll give you the fourth one for a dollar. Right. Which so is what? I really appreciated that. On nice honesty. I mean? Yeah. That honesty and upfront and not being, mm-hmm. you know, shady and all that. So anyway, my point is, is, is it's got to come from somewhere when it comes to social security. So I thought I'd make a little bit of an analogy there from yeah. the experience that I had this week. So, no, that's anyway. so true. That's so true. So, okay. So that was the third one, third mm-hmm. and final one mm-hmm. from the Motley Fool article talking about misconceptions. And we're going to talk more about, excuse me, the danger of financial assumptions. Uh, it's on, uh, next. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. In our next episode. It's that's all, right. It's all on next on the retirement playbook with Brock and Danielle. Tax planning can be very difficult, and making mistakes on your taxes can haunt you for years. The good news is that most tax mistakes are easily avoidable. All you need is the right professional for the job. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we have a team of CPAs and CFPs who can help you avoid costly tax mistakes and minimize tax exposure. To help you better understand taxes, we have The Future of U.S. Taxation, a guide written by tax professional and author Nick Stovall that you can download now. All you have to do is visit theinnovativeteam.com or call us at 573-332-7855 to request your copy. This informative guide is just one part of the Retirement Income Toolkit, which can help you arm yourself with the information you need to help secure your retirement. Once again, that number to call is 573-332-7855 or visit theinnovativeteam.com. All right, welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. We are the retirement we are. people. Now, do you don't like mine? Is it too high pitched? <laughs> yeah, you, you get it like, oh, yeah, you oh, do it. Well, I don't think I have one of those voices. That's about as low as it goes. <laughs> All right. That was my uh, best Bar- impression. Bar- Barry White? That was your best Barry White? That was my best Barry White, baby. Hey, that's pretty, I thought that was good. Anyway, <laughs> um, so you're joining us today, and we're talking about the danger of financial assumptions. So um, we kind of ended the last segment talking about Social Security. Yep. Yep, Social Security, there, yeah. and, and that was our third myth, right? And and or not really a myth, misconception out right. there that, um, you know that that number one actually dealing actually it was a two part misconception with Social Security. Mm-hmm. Number one is that they will cover most of your expenses, right? And that's not going to happen with the average benefit being fourteen hundred dollars. Correct. The second one was kind of the extreme, which is pa- people not planning on getting any benefits at all because it's going to be dissolved and no, you know, it'll be gone. Well, they'll be gone. Yeah. That's also a misconception. That's not going to happen, as we discussed in the last segment. But Social Security will likely not be enough to cover your monthly expenses by itself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. However, it's also unlikely to completely vanish from the calculation. I believe what it will be important is for you to maximize your Social Security income when the time comes. Right. So what I would recommend you do, folks, is that if you're getting close or if you want to know what the best strategy for you and your spouse is, you can call our office and you can request, actually you can go online and request it as well, our Social Security Maximization Report. And it's the only way to really truly know how to maximize what you paid into the system. You need to get out of the system as much as you're legally entitled to. Yep. Okay? And that's, and that's and there are some advan- there's some strategies to mm-hmm. put into place there to make sure that that happens. In nearly every circumstance, when you are talking about electing benefits at age 62, which is your earliest, or your full retirement age, which is, say, 66 and a half, or your 70, which is the latest you can defer benefits, in nearly every circumstance, that is not the way to maximize your benefits for you and your spouse. 
Yep, I think that's important because so, a lot of people think important. those are the three dates and that's it. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, full retirement's the best. No, right. it's not. I mean, it could be. It could be, but, but just but, wait. But you just got to get the, the report mm-hmm. to let you know for sure. So you can go to our website, theinnovativeteam.com, and you can request a Social Security Magnetization Report, uh, or you can just call our office, 332-7855. 573-332-7855. And really, folks, that goes for anything we talk about. Uh, there has been several people that have called in from this radio show that said, hey, I liked what you were talking about. I th- it got me thinking about all the other things that I need to be concerned about for me and my family and mm-hmm. making sure that we don't run out of money. So I need to get a plan. Mm-hmm. And so it, don't be afraid to give us a call. At least we'll have a conversation. I might tell you that everything you're doing is perfect. You know, you don't need my help, or maybe you're just getting started and I can give you some direction. Uh, but it's not a deal where it's like, oh, you know, you got to do business with him or whatever. No, I'm here to help. So, yeah. and we've had people come in with um, notes from the show, which I think is awesome. Yeah. You know, taking notes and with questions. So, I mean, you know, feel free to do that and come in and say, hey, you talked about this. Can you tell me a little bit more? So, one of my favorite things to do, I love what I do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, I love every aspect about it, all the way from having a very, you know, just, general conversation with someone all the way through collecting information to to developing a plan mm-hmm. to making recommendations to monitoring the plan to helping you reach your retirement goals seeing but, people in their successful retirement and they're happy successful yeah, retirement awesome. and and getting all the notes of thank you i couldn't have done this without you those things are all great my favorite thing to do is just to talk to people and learn about where they came from and how they got where they are and mm-hmm. so so I like to talk to you. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> Hopefully people can tell that from the right. We're yeah. bull talkers. So. <laughs> All right. So I think we're kind of moving on here, right? So I think we're going to talk about maybe the next, the next thing. So yes. maybe kind of building upon the what we've already discussed. Thing. The next thing. Well, I know that wasn't very detailed. So <laughs> we're going to build upon, right? Things that we've already discussed. Maybe what's the next type of misconception or assumption? Right. Did so, that sound better? Yes. <laughs> the next thing. So the, so the so social security, Monthly expenses and delaying savings can all have a large impact on your financial future. And these misconceptions that we've talked about and incorrect assumptions about these issues can further cloud your vision. Mm-hmm. Now I want to turn our attention to another area that is often misunderstood or that comes with an amount of assumptions. I'm ready. Drum roll. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Here it is. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the next one that I want to discuss today is how to, a rate cut by the Federal mm. Reserve impacts the everyday American consumer. It's a good one. That was that was my. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't, right? know, what I don't know what that was. You've already got a radio voice. <laughs> you needed your regular voice. Okay. <laughs> All my right. TV voice. Your TV voice. Mm, I don't know. But uh, anyway, it is it is something that I get a lot of questions about, and uh, so I'm going to actually refer to this article on CNBC.com. And the title of that article is Here's How the Fed Rate Cut Affects You. Now, this past week, mm-hmm. uh, Jerome Powell came out and said, look, the economy's strong, no need for any more rate cuts. You know, of course, you got you know people that want rate cuts further, like President Trump, and you got people that want to raise rates. Mm-hmm. So, But he's saying, hey, why would we do anything? The economy's going strong, and so we don't need to do anything, because that's what the whole point of, of, of adjusting the rates is to affect the economy either one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so uh, in late October 2019, the Federal Reserve announced their decision to cut interest rates by another quarter point. That was the third time, by the way, they did it this year. And that was right on estimates. Three or four times is what they estimated for 2019. Mm-hmm. And so uh, they were right on it. And so here's here's the, what the big picture looks like. Okay. Lower rates obviously mean cheaper loans. Right. Okay. This can impact the average American by producing lower rates on credit cards. Although. I was going to say, does it really? Have you ever gotten a notice that your credit card went down? You know, (laughs) we don't don't pay interest. Yeah. Right. On our credit card. We do use a credit card for points and, and, you know, we pay off every month and those kinds of things. But the credit card rates that I have seen come Mm -hmm. in when Mm -hmm. people come in for for advice and Mm -hmm. whatnot. Are insane. They're still insane. High. I was going to say, I don't really even know. So no, you're no, right. No, no, like, no. I'm crazy. Insanely high. Yeah. Like 20, 22. Wow. Wow. Excuse me. 24%. Uh, yeah. 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 And you wonder why we have a credit card issue. Do you realize that if you had a 20% interest rate, mm-hmm. that you would pay $200 
in one year based on just a $1,000 credit card That's balance? That's crazy. That's crazy. That's insane. Yeah. You don't know why people end up on that bad and hamster wheel. And people have thousands of dollars of this debt Ugh. at the same rate. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, multiply the 200. Right. I mean, it'd be easy to see someone having a $1,000 penalty for borrowing that money. Mm. That's exactly what you gotta, yeah. how you got to look That's at That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oof. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, but it could mean lower rates on, you mm-hmm. know, student loans and monthly car payments or a, your mortgage rate or your home equity loan, all those kinds of I things. I feel like we do see those lower, but yeah. So, but here's the deal. Uh, lenders are often less likely to approve mm. loans as well. Okay. 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 So some consumers may not be able to take advantage of these lower rates. And in addition, interest rates on savings accounts will decrease as well. Mm-hmm. So this can lead to less growth in some savings vehicles. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing really what you're really supposed to do, which is not have loans, and you're saving money, and you, you know your more conservative accounts, whether it be money at the bank or in your you know money market brokerage accounts or your retirement accounts or what have you, you're being impacted mm-hmm. negatively. Yeah. So kind of stinks, right? Right, if it you're does. Doing everything you're supposed to do and not have debt. Right. Then you're getting penalized because the money you are saving is getting a lower rate. It gets a lower rate. Everything's yeah. just lower. <laughs> but it's all about stimulating the economy, and I get yeah. it. There's tons of debt out there in, in this country and well around the world, really. Uh, in in fact, our federal government has a lot of debt. You know, Correct. twenty trillion dollars, <laughs> which is a number I can't even fathom. I know. But um, anyway. Yeah, so so let's look at so that's kind of the big picture, right? You kind of did a big overall. Let's look at some of these these impacts in detail. You know, like how about credit cards? Does a, a federal rate cut mean your monthly payment may go lower? Well, many of these cards do have a variable rate, okay, which means that if that is the case, that your mm-hmm. rate will change when the Federal Reserve cuts rates, okay. And according to WalletHubs.com credit card debt study. Uh, trends and insights from September of this year, 2019. Americans started 2019 with more than one trillion dollars, one trillion dollars worth of credit card debt. Oof. However, with interest rates in the teens and twenties, the quarter point will likely not make a noticeable <laughs> so difference. So that just proved your point. Your little it soapbox did. you had earlier. <laughs> yeah. And then wow. you know. So again, then here we go. Mm-hmm. What about savings accounts? Well. It will impact that as well. So if you were getting a money market at 2%, you might only be getting, you know, 1.9 mm-hmm. or 1.75 or whatever, you know, whatever it is. But likely you will see those decrease as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. If you're looking at pursuing other savings options, you may want to investigate a certificate of deposit. CNBC.com article cites that you can find an average rates on one, two, and three year CDs above 2%. Mm-hmm. So. Or check out other options too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're just saying, look and see what's out there. So, right. you know, um, what about mortgages? You know, how are those going to be impacted by rate cut? Um, mortgages are not directly linked um, to the, or with the uh, the federal uh, rates. Okay. But over time, they've been influenced by the mm-hmm. Fed, mm-hmm. the economy, and inflation too, by the way. Right. Uh, that same CNBC.com article details that mortgage rates have been declining over the past year. Low rates mean uh, may mean that this is a good time to investigate refinancing your house mm-hmm. at a lower rate. Don't take out more money, though. <laughs> yeah, that's good point. The, that's good point. Deal. Yes. If your yes. current mortgage is adjustable rate mortgage, you may notice a lower monthly cost as well. So if you had a arm, mm-hmm. what they call an arm mm-hmm. loan, it might be lower now. Uh, this rate cut will also continue to make home equity lines of credit more affordable for those who wish to pursue them. Is there a remodel or an upgrade you have been wanting to make? Okay. Now might be a good financial moment to make that move. Now, that's mm. according to the article. Right. I <laughs> according totally to Brock, disagree. though. <laughs> you should totally pay cash for all of these things. Yeah, and if you now don't according have to Brock. it, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's Brock's general rule. Right, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Though that there may be some circumstances where it does make sense mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. But most of the time it doesn't. So Right. Anyway, right. There yep. we go. Because, you know, all you're doing is just adding to your to your debt. Right. So <laughs> that's, right. that's right. I mean, it's still it may be a great rate, but you're still getting debt. That's <laughs> so right. When and it's still what the, happens in the future. Is right. You lose your job. And right. You, you know, now you've got this payment still. And Right. It's just pay cash for folks. Again, it's still pay debt. Pay cash for everything, really. You, unless your house or, yeah, except for your house. Right. 
We get that. Um, yeah. But but when it comes to doing stuff to your house, just try to save the money as well. Right. You Wait know? a little longer. Wait a little longer. <laughs> you can do it. Yep. It's, you know, and, but that's not to say, okay, so don't take that as, hey, I have $150,000 in the bank. I have $150,000 mortgage to pay it off. Right. 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 That's not to say that. You right. can use that money a little bit better, potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're getting really close to retirement and you do have that money, then yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. But my point is, I don't want you to correlate. Uh, uh, it's okay to have a mortgage loan, but pay everything cash. Does that mean I shouldn't even get a loan? Right. For home? Right. So you know, there's a balance. There's a balance, there's a balance. And, and that's again and why every you need situation is different. It is. Everybody's different. And again, a reason why every time you do a financial plan, that's why you love it. They're all different, right? Because you're helping people with different problems Variety and solving different things. Is the spice of life. There it is. There and it every is. Every situation so. that comes through this door. <laughs> And I've been doing this for 18 years, folks, mm-hmm. is always different. Oh, There's yeah. never two cases that are the same. So yep. anyway. Agreed. All right, folks, we need to take another break. We're going to get into our last segment about some of these dangers, these financial assumption dangers uh, next on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. The ups and downs of the stock market can be exciting, but not if you're near or in retirement. Predictable returns may not be exciting, but your needs tend to change later in life. When you are ready for a relatively more predictable financial plan, call Innovative Financial Solutions. We focus on crafting effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 573-332-7855 or visit us at theinnovativeteam.com. All right. Welcome back to the last and what we like to say the best (laughs) segment of the Retirement Playbook brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. We're here with you every Saturday morning from Mm -hmm. 7 to 8 a.m. right here on this wonderful station, KCIM, KSIM. And today we've been talking about the dangers of financial assumptions. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have. There's a lot out there and we wanted to kind of dispel some of these things mm-hmm. and kind of talk about what you really need to be focused on. Right. Okay? What they really mean. So, and um, before we kind of dive into the last part of the show, um, don't forget to check out our website at theinnovativeteam.com, theinnovativeteam.com and download our complimentary retirement income toolkit. Because that is a great way to start your retirement planning. Um, and it's just got four great articles in there, good information in every article. Um, so check that out. You can go to our radio show page and then you'll see where you can download the retirement income toolkit. Also check out Brock's book if you haven't, The Last Paycheck on Amazon.com. It's $12.95 per book. You can order that. And Brock mentioned in the first segment, we haven't mentioned it again, that we are going to give away some complimentary copies. So if you want a copy of the book, give us a call at 573-332-7855. Who doesn't want to build sustainable retirement income? That's right. To make sure you never run out of money. Don't stop those paychecks. Don't stop those paychecks. There it is. <laughs> All right. Well, let's finish up this uh, this show. This yeah. week's show, we got about uh, nine minutes. So stick with us, folks, here. And we've been talking about financial dangers. Mm-hmm. And uh, what were you wanting to talk yeah, about Yeah. So we were talking about rate cuts and how the rate cut has really affected things. So um, let's talk about you know a, f- a few other things, maybe types of loans that might be affected. Yeah. So we've been talking more about you know, the, the, the federal rate cut mm-hmm. that happened in October. Uh, I also referred to the fact that uh, Jerome Powell, the uh, federal chairman, uh, federal reserve chairman, uh, said that uh, he sees no reason to have any more rate mm-hmm. cuts with the strong economy. Of course, you know, these guys change their words never all the time. You never know what they're <laughs> going to say next. It could yeah. be totally different, you know. Uh, but, you know, they did it three times this year, and uh, that was right on schedule. They predicted three or four mm-hmm. for 2019. But we're really talking about how that affects you, and we're talking about, you know, credit cards and, you know, home loan rates and mortgage, right. you know, uh, 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 home equity loans mm-hmm. and car loans and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but it certainly does uh, affect auto loans, have mm-hmm. remained low over the past few years, despite rate fluctuation from the Federal Reserve. They really have, yeah. Excuse me. According to bankrate.com, a quarter point difference on a loan of $25,000 would only come down to a savings of about $3 each month. Hmm. If you have a student loan with a private company, it may have a variable rate that is related to the Federal Reserve cuts. If so, you may pay less interest on the loan. Mm -hmm. However, the details that will vary from loan to loan. Like many of these changes we have mentioned today, the monthly difference will not likely be noticeable. Yep. Yep. When it comes to the Federal Reserve rate cuts and misconceptions and assumptions can come easy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They got a lot of coverage simply searching Federal Reserve interest rate cut on Google will result in a swarm of news articles. 
Um, so there's a lot of noise out there. We all know it. Yeah. And um, <laughs> there's a lot of noise with everything. <laughs> Does anything come out now without any noise? <laughs> you know, the one thing that so. from a stock market level, you know, the, the Wall Street's looking for these rate cuts to stimulate, mm. you know, more mm-hmm. economy, more economic, you know, um, activity. Like and boosting. So, boosting. Yeah, yeah, like boosting, you know. And so, uh, you know, the market has tend to go up when, when rates have uh, gone down here. So uh, you, there are some other benefits that you're getting. You know, there's a, some negatives there with interest rates on savings accounts coming down. But maybe your uh, 401k is moving up because the stock market's going up. It's been a great year in the stock market, you know, up about 20% on average, depending on what uh, type of portfolio you have. But if you have an equity-based portfolio, so all stocks, it's up nicely uh, this year. And so um, everybody should be nice and happy this year. (laughs) Um, Okay. What else did we want to talk about? Yeah. So let's um, let's let's kind of turn our attention to something a different topic. Let's talk about um, you know truly working in retirement. You know there was an article published in November of 2019 that headlined "Working in Retirement Doesn't Always Work." Um, says an unemployed retiree who planned on it. <laughs> so I think this is a good article and and some reasons um, cited that made working in retirement difficult. Can we talk a little bit more about this? Because we've talked about this in the past. So yeah, yeah, and we have. Mm-hmm. And you know when we when we talk when in our seminars. We always say, hey. Uh, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. How many people are actually going to work in retirement? This and is you hilarious. get two people to raise your hand. You got 40 people in the room and they're all a bunch of liars. Right. So why? Because <laughs> AARP found that 80% of people are going to plan on working in some type of a, a capacity yeah. in retirement. Um, and so it's always, it's always uh, makes for a good joke. Mm-hmm. It does. Uh, but one of the main reasons that the article mentioned uh, pops up in several of the narratives of the people in the writer interviewed mm-hmm. many workers from a salesman with 42 years of experience to a veteran of the screen printing industry said that finding a new job as an older worker was the biggest challenge. Mm-hmm. The screen printer said that her family exhausted their savings, their individual retirement accounts and their pension plans wow. while searching for new jobs. The jobs the salesman found, he said ended up losing uh, due to health complications. Wow. So, the fact or the 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 misconception that mm-hmm. you have that you will work in retirement or work till you die, mm-hmm. don't plan on say, that. Which a lot of people say. Don't I know. plan on that. A yeah. lot of employers don't want people 67 years old, okay? They well, just don't. I can't technically. Here's the HR person in me. You know, that would be age discrimination. So, <laughs> But um, I know what you're saying. But so is this a common experience for older workers? I mean, is this something that they're... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. In fact, you just mentioned age description, mm-hmm. discrimination, but uh, according to an article, age description and hiring of older cohort, or excuse me, older workers... Mm-hmm. What did I say? Description. I said description. You said description. Age discrimination. Age discrimination, not age description. <laughs> yes. <laughs> From the Federal Reserve Bank of San Francisco, age can impact callback rates. Mm. Older female candidates for administrative positions were called back at a 40%, 47% lower rate than the younger competitors. Mm. The callback difference was even lower at only 36% for sales-related positions. So can wow. you talk a little bit about this? Yeah. What does callback mean anyway? Oh, I don't even well, know what that means. That just means that they were, that after maybe their initial application or after an initial interview, that they were asked back for a follow-up interview, probably ah, to make a final decision. Okay, I'm that's with what you I, That's what I would assume that is. Yes, um, that makes sense. Makes sense. So, you know, a lot so of times So they you, were called back 47% correct. lower rate than the younger competitors. Correct. So, you know, you may do an initial scan of applications or initial scan of interviews, and then you call people back to try to make your final decision. That's what that's talking about. And it's not just females. There were discrepancies Mm -hmm. among male, excuse me, applicants as well, though they uh, were not as obvious across the board for sales related positions. Older male candidates were called back 30% less than Mm. their younger competitors. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, the other one was 36 so. You know, and not to jump on my soapbox. So here we go on my HR soapbox. So, you know, we did lots of presentations on, you know, obviously not doing age discrimination because you're truly looking for an applicant based on their job qualifications, right? Who can do the job the best? That's what you're looking for, regardless of their age. Right. But, you know, uh, people make so many assumptions nowadays. And we used to talk about generation, generational assumptions, right? So, I, you know, I would talk to some people and they would say, well, I want to hire someone who's older because I know they're going to work harder. Yeah. Right. And so that's that was an assumption that an older generation works harder. And of course, we'd have to, you know, back people off from that, understand that, hey, that's not necessarily the case. There's people who were 
lazy at every age, <laughs> right? Oh, or hard workers at every age. And so I think it's just kind of but backing people off. that's kind of the off. big knock on the millennial generation. Yeah, and that's and that exactly right. We'd have to talk about that. That, you know, and a lot of that was truly what it came down to. What was interesting was communication styles, right? So different generations wanted to communicate differently. You know, you got the millennials and the Xers and all that. They want to communicate by text, right? right. Don't call me. I don't really want to talk on the phone. <laughs> You know, text me. But the older generation wanted to do what? The face same people to face? that don't know how to look you in the eye and dis- the talking to someone. It drives about, me nuts. But think about the breakdown. See, we're Xers. We're kind of in the middle, right? But an older generation wants to meet face to face, right? And at a smaller amount on the phone, right? So it's just a lack of communication. A lot of times people don't understand. So anyway, it's just a I different way different of being I would much rather right. talk to you face to face. Yes. Look you in the eye uh-huh. and tell you what exactly you need to hear. Not what you want to hear, right. but what you need to hear. Well, and I think that way, a lot of people, the reason they say they like that too is because you can read people's nonverbal, right? Kind of like the downside to doing our radio show. Right now, you and I can see nonverbal communication, but we can't see that. Our listeners, we can't see what our listeners are actually doing. <laughs> <laughs> right? See what I'm saying? Anyway, just well, interesting stuff to talk about. maybe that's something to look into. Maybe we is. could, uh, you know, arrange for a web uh Oh, I don't gosh. Even know what people I'm trying can see to say us? Here. Like, were they videotaping Skype. you while you're, while you're do doing Skype it? Skype thing, yeah. I yeah, see some people can. videotape while they do their show. Okay, well, it might be know, a little scary. maybe that's something we should look into. Yeah. It means I can't wear my PJs while we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wearing your I'm PJs. not wearing PJs, but that's what I'd like to wear, right? <laughs> yeah. Especially when it's cold outside. I know, I know. You know me. I don't like I don't like the cold weather, so. No. Yeah. See, I, I like the... I, I, it's not that I would like it over warmer weather. Right. You just don't. But like I'd it. rather be cold than I really hot. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I I get that, too. I get that, too. So I like all the seasons. <laughs> you do. You I like do. Everybody. I do. Yeah. I just, so, don't, I just don't like them all for long. <laughs> anyway, that's true, too. Well, you shouldn't be living in Missouri. Then, that's true. I get them all. get them all here. All the time. And all the time. You can get them all within 24 hours. That's true. Kind of like last week. 66 degrees on Sunday. 25 on Monday. Crazy. Craziness. Crazy. So. All right, folks. Well, that's all the time we have for this week's show. Thank you for joining us. Uh, have a great week, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye now. Thank you for listening to the Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock and Daniel Elspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa, Danielle Alspa, and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.